Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about prison, going to prison, escaping from prison, prison camps, pretty much people who've been to prison, people who got out of prison. Surviving in prison while you're in prison. And prison slang? No? I got a couple of them, yeah. Got a couple, little prison slang, get Mm -hmm. you guys up. All right, so turns out going to prison... It's not really anything I know about. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about this I learned either. a lot about it in the mm-hmm. last week or so, but uh, not something I was familiar with. No, hence the prison slang, because I'm so so white and not knowing anything about prison that I didn't understand half of these words. Uh, I think I learned uh, the shoe is, the, uh, is when you're in solitary confinement. Okay. See, little prison slang for mm-hmm. you there. All right, we'll start it off, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, with some more here at the end. Some more at the end. Huh? Uh, let's talk about what what prison is and what the different facilities of of prison, how you end up in the different All places. Right. All right. So there's there's jail. That's right. not prison. Jail is a temporary holding facility. Now is it? All right, go ahead. If you have if you have like less than a year sentence, and it's a it's like a misdemeanor or nonviolent crime. Then it's going to be in jail. All right. Now that's like our county lockup. Right. Right. Then there's juvenile facilities. Oh. A person under the age of 18 is is a juvenile, right? Juveniles are not almost never locked up with adults. Okay. So that's like very whatever important for whatever reason to keep them keep them separated and and uh, all that sort of stuff. Now. First prison on the list would be minimum security prison, working our way up. All right. Now, this is the country club? This is, is Yes, this is the country club. This is uh, not really a country club if you're living there. 
No. But, you know, you you get conjugal visits if you're married. Really? That's yes. really a thing? You can you can smoke in a lot of them. Not not in your cell, but I mean out in the yard, you can have cigarettes and smoke. All right. You know, you can you can do uh, you know, basic basically you're they're just confining you to punish you, but it's not, you know, there's no like murderers and rapists. In now, there. what is the uh, white collar Martha crime. Stewart ankle bracelet? What's that called? Oh, the ankle bracelet when you're out? Yeah. I don't know. That's that is another kind of prison though cuz you're that's that's house arrest generally, right? House arrest. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think only like Charlie Sheen and and Martha Stewart get house arrest. I think yeah. everybody else you got to be doesn't, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh medium security prisons, that's where most of the criminals are. Okay. Pretty much any sort of uh aggressive or violent crime is going to end up in uh, medium security prison. You know, assaults. Um, it houses the most uh, the most criminals. They're cage-style housing, so that means cell, you know, cells and cell blocks. Uh, armed guards and a regimented daily routine, which you're doing, you know, every day you do this at this time, this at this time. A lot less fun. Um and last, uh, well, not the last one, but the last uh, uh, type of prison is high security prison. Um, that's like serial killers, murderers, rapists. Each person confined in this prison is considered to be a high-risk person, like a seriously dangerous person. Okay. So the security getting in and out of those those prisons are pretty pretty strict. All right. Now, there's also like psychiatric, psychiatric ward. We're like... Like Arkham Asylum, where they sent the Joker and uh, and mm-hmm. they just kept escaping in the comic books. They kept getting out. The Riddler, the Penguin. Well, also in that movie Crossroads, when they they broke out the old man. Yes, yes. All right, all right. Um, then there's the federal prison and state prison differences between the two, right? Um, basically, in federal prison, you're convicted of a federal crime. Uh, Federal prison systems were created in 1891. It took that long before the federal government had their own prisons with the Three Prison Act of 1891. Uh, Basically, when you go to federal prison, you can't get parole. So your sentence is going to be a lot longer. And that's the main difference, really. You know, it's who you're charged by, what kind of crime you committed. And other than that, the main differences are just you're going to spend longer in federal prison. All right. And I guess the Fed has unlimited money, right? Right. No, it's just free. It's just free. No, I mean, well, so they can keep you there. Yeah. And yeah. All right. They're not going to run out. one of the things that I did come across that I, I found a little bit shocking mm-hmm. is they'll have different wings of the prison, which that didn't shock me. I know mm-hmm. that sounds shocking, but that wasn't it. What it was, was the different wings would have different types of people in it. So if you have gang affiliations, you're going to be in one wing. Really? And they're going to keep keep all separated, huh? So when you're like, oh, I'm going to go to prison and then I'm going to have to join a gang and this and that. They have people who are trying. Now, again, I'm sure not all prisons are this way. Right. But I did listen to three different stories that all gave this same theme from different prisons. And they were saying that basically they didn't uh, 
they would have like a section for people who were trying to rehabilitate themselves. They would have a section for, you know, people who were just kind of, you know, middle of the road, were not sure. And then they had the hardcore violent. But it's not so much like the different security prison. It's once you're in prison, this is the guy you choose to be. Right. You're going to end this up in this section. Mm-hmm. Right. So I actually found that a little bit reassuring. Okay. Now, I don't actually plan to go to prison. but And that's probably something you're asking yourself right now, you know, listening to this podcast. You're like, well, this I'm is not a criminal. This survival and basic badass right. podcast. What does this have to do with survival? I'm not a criminal. I'm not planning on going to prison. Well, I was talking to my wife about this. Okay. What she said. What she was goes, her insight? She said, surprise, prison happens. Is that, that's a thing? That's a thing. You might just be in prison tomorrow. <laughs> that's a thing, huh? People, I mean, people get arrested for crimes that didn't ca- get commit. People get convicted for crimes that didn't commit. People actually commit crimes that they don't realize are crimes. If you shoot somebody coming into your house... How sure are you that you're not going to go to prison? You might go to prison. Depending on where you live and the circumstances, if you shoot somebody that's breaking into your house, you might end up in prison. You might end up in prison. Somebody's assaulting your wife Mm -hmm. and you pull out your handgun and shoot the guy in the face. You might find yourself in prison. That's right. Um, Turns out political correctness, the way the world is heading, might find you in prison. Mm Mm-hmm. you might be a preacher and share the blasphemy of homosexuality is a sin and find yourself in prison. Surprise prison. These days could be coming. Um, and that's, you know, why I mentioned in you the beginning. You could give a ride to a hitchhiker that's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And now, and now you're going surprise to prison. Surprise prison. Surprise <laughs> You... Might find yourself on a boat filled with 50 kilos of cocaine. <laughs> Not so much surprise prison. <laughs> but prison just the same. Prison the same. All right. So let's let's talk about I got a couple of tips for uh, how what to happens survive. When you go to surprise prison? How to survive surprise prison. All right. What happens? All right. Uh, wait, first on wait, the list. I got actually a story before about your surprise tips. prison? Yeah, surprise right. prison. I had a guy when... Uh, when I first got to my ship, the main guy like hurt his knee and, and I'm in my little shop or whatever. It turns out there's only three of us in this shop that's supposed to be staffed with 16 people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So I don't know what happened. But the first guy ends up, hurts his knee and leaves the ship and he's out of the Navy. Next guy, he's like a boot camp like me. The guy's been in the Navy like six months longer than me. And I, he's been in like eight months and I've been in like two months or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or, or we're both out of school right. for eight months and two months. So this guy goes to the bar, hot chick, peers, she's at the bar, she's drinking, whatever, goes on a little date, has some kind of relations. Turns out she's 13 years old and somebody's daughter who is some Navy guy. All right. Surprise prison. Surprise prison. And he's like, but I, and no, shame on you. Mm -hmm. Meet some girl at the bar and she appears to be 21. Right, And you might get shanked for that. If you get caught in prison, they find out that's what happened. Uh, That's how people get stabbed. Now, apparently 
he ended up, I think, just having to cut some lawns or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I know he was in Surprise Navy Prison for a while. Mm. And then they were kind of like, all right, you have Leavenworth or Dishonorable Discharge and I don't know, some other crap. And he went with that Dishonorable Discharge and some mm-hmm. other crap. All right. But probably the way prison, to, probably, I mean, he, yeah. he met the girl at the bar. What are you supposed to, you know, assume? But that's how these things can happen. Get IDs. Let that be lessons to you single guys out there. Get IDs. Sign contracts. The whole thing. So we get arrested for whatever. Whatever. For for sharing the Bible with young folks. Right. And what are the tips? So you find yourself in prison. Um, First thing on the list is you're going to want to be respectful to everybody. That sounds right. Every single person you meet, whether it's a guard, whether it's an inmate, whether it's your cellmate, whoever it is, be polite. Um, I have a plan to kill everyone in the room. There you go. Don't discuss your crimes. Now, that would be an important uh, point for your friend. Um, if If you are in for a crime that you didn't commit that involved you raping somebody... Or assaulting some a child, or uh, statutory rape, they're gonna be gunning for you. That's points. That's points to take out somebody like that. That's just the way it is. There's a whole so, point system. There's a whole point system, and you no, get at the points. The same when you hit different people with your car, right? It's the it's same, the same kind thing. Of thing. Like old lady doesn't okay. count as much as right. You know. All right. All right. Just so, wanted to be sure. So stay away from punks. Now this is I know what you punks know what are. Punks this mean? is part of the slang that right. I learned. We're not talking about uh, Johnny Rotten. Now, when you see the hot chick in the male prison, right? That's, that's a, a punk. punk. That's a punk. Uh, people pr- protect you. Protect punks. They're punks. It's their punk. Right. It's theirs. But they also pimp them out. And sell them or gamble them away or trade them. Uh, you don't even want to be anywhere near these people. Now, do you want to be this person? A punk? Yeah. No. No, I mean, maybe you're the person that pimps people out, but you don't want to be the punk. No, that sounds right. wrong. Don't get involved in gambling. Um, if you If you win, then you just took some dude's money that's pissed off now. That doesn't sound good. If you lose, you might not be able to cover the actual debt. Maybe what in their mind you owe them is, and what you actually owe them is two different things. So you might get somebody pissed off. Um, don't work with guards against other prisoners. So snitches get stitches? Snitches get stitches. All right. All right. Be respectful of the guards. They can make your life easier or harder. But, but don't suck. Don't go. Don't don't yeah. Don't trade out trade uh, trade out your fellow inmates for them. Um, don't owe anybody anything. A lot of the times when people go to prison, do me a favor. Immediately, or let me do you. Yeah, a favor. immediately they'll be like, "Listen, I know you don't have any money in your canteen yet. You know, I'll give you a couple of packs of cigarettes. You give me, you know, ten back." Later on, you Give know, me a little that. something later. Right, right. You know, don't get after the just quit smoking. Out. Just quit smoking. That's all you have to do. Yeah, like don't take shit from anybody when you get in there. 
because then you owe somebody a favor and they're not going to let you pay it back the way you want to pay it back. Hmm. Don't stare at any motherfuckers. That's a thing? That's a thing. Don't stare at anybody. Hmm. Do you remember that movie, uh, Natural Born Killers? Nah, yeah, yeah. They're, in, uh, they're in, in prison and the riot's brewing. Okay. Right? Anything could set it off. But what does set it off is, <laughs> is a guy staring at another guy. And it's, uh, you know, some fat, chubby white dude staring at this black guy. And the black guy goes, what is you looking at? <laughs> I said, what is you looking at? And then that was it. That was right? it. It was right. full on. Huh? Don't stare at anybody. Don't, don't let anybody have a reason to say, how come every time I look at you, you're looking at me? Don't give anybody a reason to say that. But no. don't look at your feet either. Really? Look straight ahead. Just Don't look down like you're confidence. like you're nervous about anything. Be confident. All right. All right. Now, uh, I was told if you don't like join a gang or do anything, you can also be one of these guys where they're like, "Oh, you're not one of us. You need to go over and shiv that guy or you need to go push that guy cuz you need to start something." Right. You need to get and jumped like, in. But I don't want to get involved. And then they just beat your ass if you don't want to get involved. Yeah, it's better to get your ass beat than to stab somebody in That's prison. what I heard, too. Yeah. See? Fight back, though. Because they're like, go stab that guy. And you're like, nah, it's not really my thing. And the guy's like, yeah, the second time they asked me to do it, after I was in the hole, he's like, the second time I was like, no, and they beat the shit out of me. He's like, but then that was it. They never asked you again. Right. Problem solver right but, there. Don't be somebody that gets beat up. Now tell me. You can lose a fight, but don't get beat up. You know what I mean? I There's do. a difference between the two. All right? Um, don't do drugs. Apparently drugs are easily, readily available in prison. I've heard that. I didn't realize this, but I guess it's the case. Um, Especially in, like, other countries. If you end up... In like Mexican prison, things like that, I've heard. Right. People are very bored and don't have anything because they don't have – like that's actually one of the things I kind of learned on, on my research here is is like in your mind, you think, oh, you know, when people go to prison, they should just be punished and, and they shouldn't have TVs and game rooms and, right. you know, wood shop and everything – because screw them, they screwed up and they need to be punished. It's like time out in a freaking corner. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like good logic, and I understand where you're coming from if that's the way you think. Mm-hmm. But, and there's a big but here, is the problem is if people are bored and restless, they're coming up with all kinds of bad shit. Right. Whereas if you keep them occupied, they're way easier to control, they're way happier. And if you're teaching them a skill, you're providing college classes or whatever, shop class, and they learn how to do machine shop or I don't know what happens in prison. I've heard of prisons with welding and and different stuff. They might come out with a skill Mm -hmm. and be able to make some coin. Right. But if you give them nothing and you're just like, no, you're being punished. They're going to get out after 10 years, not know how to do a goddamn thing except commit crime. Right. I imagine going to prison is still going to feel like punishment to them. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. feel like we have to put the screws to them. Now, 
there are certain people that maybe, I don't know, maybe we just shoot them out back. But, you know, that's the thing. You got to be a little careful with how quick you go to judge because you got to still think about the end result that you're going to get. Right. And turns out, and also, if you don't want to pay for a billion freaking prison guards, mm-hmm. then they need something to occupy their time. Right. Um, I, I think I mentioned this one time, but... You know, I was talking to a psychologist and he he told me, you know, the problem with people in prison is like you might be a prison guard and you're there trying to protect yourself. But this guy doesn't have to worry about his wife, his mortgage, his anything because he's just in prison. He doesn't have to think about shit. He has 24 hours a day to think about how to fuck with you. Mm -hmm. And that's a thing. So you want to keep these people occupied. I was actually talking to a prison guard and he was telling me that he's like, I can't even bring my lunch to work because anytime I said it, somebody finds a way to go mess with it. Mm -hmm. Prisoners. Right. And he's like, and they'll mess with my lunch. And I'm like, you don't have like a locker. Like he's like, they find a way and that's it. They just have that much free time, you Mm know? You know, and, that's that's another problem with uh, being in prison for the prisoner. When you're the prisoner, you have free time, right? And that's all you got. You know, have you ever had a job where you just had to go in someplace and basically sit somewhere? I have had that job. That shift lasts forever. Wait, that was your job. Mm-hmm. When I had that job, yep. I ran a uh, a sewer plant in it was in Maybrook. It's the name of the town. Mm-hmm. And this is like a uh, <clears throat> concrete uh, brick building, right? No anything. I didn't know how to do anything. They just had to have somebody there. And I show up and they hand me a tennis ball. And they're like, yeah, sit here, stay here for eight hours, and then come back tomorrow and do that again. And I sat there throwing the tennis ball against the wall over and over again for about three weeks. And it was horrible. Mm-hmm. I had a time in the Navy. I uh, show up to a ship first day. Right. And they're like, oh, today's your duty day. And I'm like, but you didn't even know I was coming. And they're like, that's all right. You're on duty. today." Surprise, motherfucker. And guess what? You're on watch in like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm not even qualified for anything. Don't worry about it. You're going to go up to the sonar dome and you're going to sit there and watch a pressure gauge and you have a radio. And if the pressure goes over a certain number, you call somebody (laughs) and that's your job. That's what you need to know. So turns out it's middle of winter time and the sonar dome is freaking like 30 degrees. And the guy hands me a blanket. And I'm like, what watch do you have where they give you a blanket? Right. And he's like, and I'm like, what? So I'm going to go to sleep? And they're like, oh, don't worry. You'll never fall asleep. It's so cold down there. (laughs) The guy hands me a Walkman with like Ride the Lightning. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, here, take this, sit there, watch it. We'll come get you in four hours. Mm -hmm. And I just sat there like teeth chattering. Because you're, not only are you in the cold, but you're on a steel ship, right? That's and you're touching not doing the water, anything. and you're yeah. so you're sitting on the steel, and it's not like a chair in a room. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like 
in like a triangle V, you know, you're in a void and it's just bad. But anyway, bottom line, I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So you want to, yeah, you want to use your time productively. And that's like, I I think you need the mindset. Like you can go in. I, I don't know if a lot of you guys probably been in the military and you know, when you go to boot camp that if you're like, Fuck this. These guys can't tell me what to do. This sucks. I hate it. You're going to have a miserable time in boot camp. And there's a lot of guys filled with piss and vinegar that are Mm -hmm. just angry and whatever. And the sooner you accept, like, you know what? I'm going to get what I can out of this. And I'm going to move forward. Because you know what? I'm going to use this time to work out. And I'm going to use this time to, you know, get better and, and do the best I can. And learn these skills that are going to pay off for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can be the guy who's like, you can't tell me what to do. This isn't right. I'm going to do it my way. I know it all. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Prison, same kind of thing. Same thing. So, uh, now do you want to touch on some of these? Uh... A ways to get better? No, no. Oh, uh, no. Moving right along to uh, slang, prison slang. Oh, I think you're jumping ahead. I feel like, all right, so when I end up in prison, like I was saying, the mindset. Right. So, one, you want to get huge. So, I assume all prisons we hear you can just, like, hang out in the gym all day and be cool. Is that a thing? Well, yeah, it depends on what type of prison it is. All right. But... But even you if always I'm have exercise an eight by time, eight, time. And even if I'm locked in an 8x8 eight eight cell or 4x4 four four or mm-hmm. whatever size, I mean, I'm a big guy. So, right. I mean, you know, it's got to be a little bit big. But I can do push-ups. Push-ups. I can sit-ups all day. do sit-ups and push-ups all day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come out and be a badass. Right. I mean, that's I'm going to use that time. Yeah, I used to work with a guy that just got out of prison and said he was doing 500 push-ups a day. Every single day. I don't know why he wouldn't. I mean, every that's... single day, five hundred push-ups, and this guy was yoked. And you know, you know, the thing is, like, you always think about all this, like, you know, gym shit. Got to yeah. go to the gym. Got to lift weights. Yeah. No, got to eat your protein. Got to have your diet dialed in. That stuff helps. It but helps. If you're eating macaroni and cheese and a hot dog every day, but you do five hundred push-ups a day, you're gonna get something out of that. That'll pay off. It'll pay off. All right. So there's that. Then there's, you know, maybe they don't have college classes offered at your uh, prison, mm-hmm. but maybe they do. Maybe they do. Um, do they have a library? Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to have a loved one send you books? Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've never been to prison. Yeah. Generally I don't know speaking, what... they have a limited library. Um, right. but you can you can but take they the see... books out, and, and read I them. think they have like that kind of thing. Like local libraries have where you can kind of request a book mm-hmm. and get on like some kind of waiting list or right. something and I don't know whatever bottom line make yourself better right and a lot of people actually get uh, law degrees in prison I don't know why you wouldn't I mean if if I was in prison that's the first thing I'd work on I don't imagine you can be accepted by the bar or whatever with a felony no, this or... is, yeah this is more like um you know you would get a uh I'll be my own lawyer. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what it is. Jailhouse lawyer, right? Jailhouse lawyer. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of ways to improve yourself if you want to improve yourself while now you're you in prison. You said you can also get some cool ink while you're in prison. Yes. 
Tell the me worst about that. tattoo artists on the planet are in prison. They're all around you. You're surrounded by the worst tattoo artists in the world. And if they have an ink pen, then you can have hepatitis. <laughs> I don't even know how we tie that together. Yeah, one of the rules is stay away from pr- tattoos in prison. Yes, just don't do it. What if I? You're gonna get... have to get a job some at some point. You're what about if like I wanted my name between my knuckles? On my hand. Yeah. I knew a guy that had uh, down his arm from his shoulder down to his wrist his name. Uh, it was like carved in with a knife. Sure. His name was Ernie Smith. Yeah, Ernie Smith. Why wouldn't you want that carved into your arm? Or some of you who remember old jokes from when you were a kid, maybe you want to get Welcome to Jamaica, Have a Nice Day carved <laughs> in. Uh huh. You know, whatever. These are options. These for are you all things. When you're in prison. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're laughing at that joke, you're like the only person who uh, still remembers. You might be old. All right. All right. Now, you said there's some kind of uh, prison slang you know about? Yeah. Now, I had to look this up because I don't I don't know shit about prison. This okay. is all this is all stuff I'm, I'm learning about for the first time. All right. A cell warrior. Ooh. A cell warrior is somebody that's like, you know, tough, like super badass motherfucker when he's locked in a cell. Yeah, I'm tough. Look, motherfucker, I'll kill you. Like that. Right. But is submissive or cowardly when he's not in the cell around Ooh. other people. Uh, a rabbit. What's That's a rabbit? An inmate that has a history or plans to escape. He's going to run for it. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles? I didn't even know about them. Ninja Turtles. That's. that's uh, They're heroes in a half shell. That's Or guards in riot gear. Oh, I yeah. see what they did there. See, but I think they use Ninja Turtles just because that's more, that's that's more like uh, you know, entertaining for the reader. But I think more often they're called hats and bats. So they've got the helmets and the and the clubs. Uh, ghetto penthouse. That's when you're in the top tier of the the cell block. There is a lot of slang. Now, do you prison. know? Have you heard the word keister? Well. I, I you, am, but I'm a little afraid when you bring it up. I mean, this kind of that's, a private, personal thing. That's that's smuggling uh, drugs in Ooh, or anything in any your bunghole in in the bunghole. Now, I had a friend that was a prison uh, prison guard, and uh, he was telling me that um, they would call it boofering. And so, he, anytime somebody was coming from somewhere else into the prison, they had to uh, squat and cough. And he said it didn't matter how far you stuck it up there. If when you, you squatted cough. and coughed, it would just come flying right out. <laughs> really? So I have no uh, no direct knowledge of this, but that's the word on the street. All right. Now, uh, did you want to talk about some uh, uh, prison escape? Or um, escape I did. Artist? I wanted to mention a little prison escape. Now, I, I listened to uh, an episode of Locked Up Abroad. And this was a uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think it was like Locked Up Abroad, Mexico or something. And th- there's a bunch of roads they go down, but basically they're trying to smuggle marijuana from Mexico back to the States. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, the boat they're on filled with many, many, or 2,200 pounds All right, that's a lot. of marijuana ends up running aground. And marijuana floats all over the beach. And that's awkward. And the cops get them. Somebody's curious about so this marijuana. So turns everywhere. out 
they put them all in the prison cell. And they're like, we got to get out of here or we're going to die here, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so they decide to tunnel out, which I think tunneling out. Now, this is in the United States or in this Mexico? This is in Mexico. Right. And it's back in the 70s, so I think it's a little you know, right. further back where things might not be so easy to whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're like, we got to tunnel out. So they get a rock and a butter knife, and they're able to chip out like a block out of their floor underneath their bunk. They lift that up and they start digging. Mm-hmm. And they run into all kinds of problems. The first time, it just fills with water over and over again. All and right. then they realized that it was because there was a broken water pipe in the, the thing and they shut it down. And once they fixed the water pipe, after like three months, of, oh, that idea sucked. We can't right. do it. Now we can. Mm-hmm. They start doing it. They tunnel out a little bit more. They break open a sewer pipe. And the problem is... Oh, that's the worst When they were bailing out the water, they were dumping it down the toilet. But when the sewer pipe broke, you can't dump it down the toilet because it just comes right back in. And so it kept filling up in their place. So they actually were like, well, we're not going in there. And they pay some junkie to dive down, hold his breath, and patch the sewer pipe. Nice. And does it. They patch the sewer pipe. They tunnel out. All kinds of calamity, whatever. They get under the thing. Escape. Everybody's happy. Back to the States. What, now I'm wondering, though. No like, problem. What kind of diseases do you get? When you dive in the sewer? Diving in, in sewer from a prison. Oh. From people that are in prison with probably not the best medical care. No, not the best medical. And in Mexico, they probably don't have the best medical yeah. care yeah, when they're not in prison. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that can't be good. Um, so that was a little disturbing. So I was thinking about that. And I was like, well, you know, tunneling out, I think in a third world or, or possibly uh, like a FEMA camp, mm-hmm. something like that. That's probably going to be a, a real possibility. Um, as far as the prisons we have in the United States, though, you're probably not tunneling out. You're not. Yeah, you're probably not getting. And that. I mean, most of them are like hardcore. You know, yeah. like our our federal prisons and our big state prisons. Right. And and I, not so I was out. I was kind of looking. But through. I think you might go out with the laundry or something. I well, feel I was, like that might be. A yeah, thing. I was going through some of the uh, some of the recent. You know, like the past fifteen twenty years, uh, people that broke out of prison. Yeah. They pretty much all got shot or captured with. Well, I think three there's hours. a good chance you're getting shot. Yeah, yeah, they're not. And I think you're getting. They're not shot playing with you when you're still within sight of the prison. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're even yeah. getting. I don't think anyone, honestly, I don't think anyone escaped for more than uh, more than three days in the past ten years. And we had those guys in New York. They got about three days. Mm-hmm. Um, up here, something sweat and uh, yeah, I forget what the other guy's name is. Now, but they shot him to death. The way they did it. Now, they were pretty slick. Mm-hmm. They found, was she a worker in the prison I, or a guard? I, I think, think she, she was, was a worker. Yeah, she was an employee. An employee of some sort. And the guy was like, you know, I'm a pretty good artist. I don't know if you've realized this. I can paint some fancy paintings. Mm-hmm. And I would be willing to paint a picture of you. Now, that was, wait, there were two, though. This was all the same guy. The guy mm-hmm. was the artist. And... He bribed a prison guard by 
offering him paintings, mm-hmm. which is weird. Right. And then the lady who worked at the prison, he was having a sexual relationship with. Okay. Now, she assisted him in providing some power tools. Right. And was able to, I think she was stealing them from workers inside the prison. Mm-hmm. And giving them to the guys. Right. And then maybe smuggling them back to, you know, replace them or whatever. I know mm-hmm. they inventory all that shit and get weird, whatever. But, and then the guard somehow just, like, looked the other way or smuggled out letters or whatever. But they, I think, tunneled out. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? I think it is. No, they, I think they, uh, I don't know. We're going to have to look this all one right. up. Sorry. We took you down a bad road there. All right. All right. We're going to let that one go. Now, I do have a guy. Now, this guy's pretty impressive. Now, I heard about him from actually Mike Rowe. Okay. You might know Mike Rowe from 30 Jobs. I know who Mike Rowe is. any Discovery Channel show where you hear that sexy voice. He also has a podcast. Did you know that? He does have a podcast. Well, it turns out I know this because of a podcast. Okay. All right. So, there was a guy. His name is, wait for it, Widow Palicki. He's a Polish guy. Now, he actually volunteered to go into Auschwitz. Right. He got arrested. Now, he got arrested intentionally. intentionally. Got sent to Auschwitz because he knew some shady shit was going on there. Mm -hmm. Now, this guy does three years in Auschwitz. It's clear to him that people are being killed there. Right. He's like thousands he gets of people the whole are going thing in, down. documents everything. Is actually able to get information out before he gets out. Mm-hmm. He ends up now. This is where the genius comes in, and this is something you might take notes on here. He actually gets a job in the bakery. I, I don't know. They're making biscuits and muffins, or okay. I, I don't know. Like those little apple with like the drizzle on top, I think. Uh, yes. You know what I'm talking yep. about. So yeah, those I, Germans, they go crazy. Yeah, for that. I know a little bit about Auschwitz, and if I know anything, they're <laughs> eating fantastically. The bakery is just like the place to be. That's mm-hmm. what I'm telling you. All right. So what he did was he actually took some dough and made molds of all the bolts on the hinges. Of the door to the cell. All right. Or to, you know, the bakery that mm-hmm. goes out to outside. Then took that back to his room. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm going to make a prison shiv. Not him. He made a wrench. All right. He's like, I'm going to disassemble those hinges instead of baking the mm-hmm. apple. Apple strudel. The strudel, whatever. And undoes the door, escapes. Gives his report to the Allied forces, and he's like, there's some fucked up shit going on in there. Yeah. They get to the bottom of it, straighten so it that's out. that's in 1941 the, was his first, was 43 the, the is first when he get out. Right. The first report about what was actually happening yes. in Auschwitz. Now, he then was like, you know what, I could do this shit again a second time. And he wants to get to the bottom of some Russian shenanigans. Okay. However, in 1947, he gets arrested, and they're like, you're a spy, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't end so well. Yeah. 
they, then he gets the Aiding boots. imperialism is, I think, what he was yeah, charged with. That, that's not a good thing to be doing. Not in communist Russia. No, not in communist Russia. Or communist Pol- Poland, sorry. Um, what else? I, it turns out the other thing I learned is there's a lot of masturbating going on in prison. Going on in prison? You what else are you going to do? I, I'm listening to this story, and this guy's like, yeah, I'm doing suicide watch. I'm a prison guard, and I'm supposed to just stare at – he's like, I have two people, and I have to watch them both and write down in my journal whatever they do for every 15 minutes. I have mm-hmm. to make a note. And he's like, and one guy just the entire time I was there, he's masturbating. <laughs> and I'm like, stop. 415. <laughs> Masturb- Still masturbating. 430. <laughs> That's, All right. So, you know, whatever it is, you know, this goes back to, you know, work on your game. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be a better person when you get out of right. prison? Now, I hear that that that's how gigolos do it. Really? They have to work on it. Okay. And that's how they perfect their game. Mm, I see. Mm-hmm. It's all, all about right. concentration and discipline. Now... A lot of you guys probably saw a prison episode. Eh, I'm not sure I want to listen to that. I don't know. I'm not going to go to prison. But I'm going to tough it out because I want to find out if I won those AR-15 parts. Mm, Yes. And we have a winner. We do have a winner. We've chosen a winner. We've chosen a winner. Now, I reached in the hat. I pull out a name. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hand the envelope to Kevin right now. All right. Let me open it up here. Kevin, open up the envelope. The winner is? The winner is Cameron. Cameron from Texas. That's right. So we did actually, we felt bad. There were a lot of entries. We wanted to pick, you know, pick the right guy. And, you know, we actually had a tough time choosing which one. Mm-hmm. So... We actually have Tim, who has been a supporter. This would be Tim A, who doesn't give us his address on mm-hmm. Patreon. All right. And Tim is going to get some kind of cool thing sent to him. Some runner-up prize. If he sends us his address. All right. I don't know what it'll be. That sounds that sounds good to me. It'll be something of a we'll figure it mediocre out. badass level. <laughs> I don't know. something like Something that a runner-up would deserve. Mm-hmm. You know what? What is it they say? Second place, it's just the first loser, right? Yeah, I felt bad for the first loser. All right, so Tim, you know things are going to be looking up. Mm-hmm. So if you, it's better to better than being the last loser. So yeah, he doesn't get anything. That's true. Well, actually, second place is looking pretty good right now because he's getting some. That's right. That's right. So if you send your address to Kevin, mm-hmm. he's going to hook you up. Cameron, we got your address. Right. We're going to hook you up. And, and if you want to get cool it. stuff. It's actually, I don't know if you guys actually saw the picture I put on the Facebook page about it. Mm-hmm. But it turns out there's even more items for your AR-15 build. So this is an exciting event. In this kit. All right. And it actually probably weighs more than I'm willing to pay to ship. <laughs> but... But, well, you know, I made a commitment, and we're going to work that out. So, All right. If yeah. you guys want to get a hold of us, uh, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Okay. 
and uh, visit us on Patreon. I like that. Now, we're not going to give out our address because I understand there's a lot of people sending explosives in the mail in this country. Yeah. And, um... But if you give us your address... I will, I will, I want to, like, clear some air here. If you did that, it, you're it wrong. Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't me. I, it wasn't I wasn't, I wasn't the pipe bombs. But I was, when I was in the Navy, uh, I was in the Navy with, with a person that apparently did turned out to be bombs? a lunatic. Oh. No. Uh, he's on my Facebook, or was at least. I don't think he's Facebooking anymore. Uh, but apparently he, he sent in federal prison. Yeah, he sent rice to people. Now this happened a couple of weeks ago. I didn't realize it was the same guy that I knew with the same last name. That sounds right. But it was him. So, hopefully he wasn't listening to this podcast. Right. That's I've never said anything about ricin at all, ever. No. All right, uh, moving right along. I surprise think that's prison. surprise prison. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's about all, all we got for tonight. Oh, man. All right. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm.